self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am ridiculously ill also known as calamity red ill that that word make it sound like you got a disease i mean i have a cold ill just always been a worse word to me than like a cold but i am ill i mean in a general sense but every yes. time you hear the word ill somebody about to die well i hope they know i ain't about to die we'll be on i had to send in something for you to read <laughs> if i was about to die if what would you do if something happened to me well, as far like, as the show are you done with the show like i ain't never gonna hear from you again what do you mean if something happened to you? If I if I die, or if I would probably do I, like you know change my identity and escape to Mexico <laughs> for whatever reason, then I would probably do like a follow up show to explain. That'd be it. I'm gonna do it by myself. Why not? Because I don't think I could care. Don't nobody want to listen to me ramble on for an hour, just me talking. Since you got YouTube follows. I do, but that's not I, my none of my videos are for an hour. This is a different but if you platform. Made one for an hour, you're not certain that they wouldn't watch it all the way through. Hell, I would watch a bit. I, I, I listen to this for shit for two hours, which by nature has to be one hour of you. Not necessarily. It's the combination of us. So I feel like if it was just me talking, and what about I want to listen to that? <laughs> Not for the whole hour. Two hours. We up to two hours now. There are plenty of people who do their own podcast. I, I, they I, talk for that long. I know they do. I'm saying I don't believe they would want to listen to me talk for an hour. I just don't think I'm entertaining. Well, I would still do the podcast. Okay. If you disappeared, taped you on a mustache, went to Mexico <laughs> because of whatever crime you done committed, which you probably <laughs> you done, done something to some dude. Yeah, and we uh, know about it, but you know we know where you're going to. I'm doing a show by myself. I'm pretending like you, you just disappeared. Because <laughs> you know I can't give no hints. No, you can't. Yeah, like Ooh, you don't know. Exactly. Fans gonna be listening. You gotta pretend like you don't know. But I don't you know. I will continue the show. I wouldn't. Because I don't think that, again. I just don't think anybody want to hear me go over for like an hour. I know other people do it successfully, but like I said, even with YouTube, it's like that. At most, maybe 20 minutes is probably like the longest. And even that was too long. So, but people watched it though. Because it's me visually and me talking. This is just, this would be just me talking for an hour. I just don't think nobody want to hear it. Whatever. So, maybe. I'll shut up. Y'all let me know if y'all want to hear me <laughs> go on for an hour. I did. I thought doing this uh, individual show would be the case, but you know, when I did. What happened? Was it the one that where I deleted it, or one where you lost the card where I did the solo show? I think it's where you deleted it because the one where I lost the card, I um I lost the card, so I came back. I think we just recorded it, but or maybe I don't know. What I don't what happened? I did the individual show, and I was like, I could do this. I just didn't. I thought it would. I mean, I really don't care if people would want to hear me or not. Oh well. I mean, I don't care if people listen to us now. Well, I mean, but Conversation Car Artists is based off the two of us. So, if I was going to continue, it wouldn't be under the title of our... It would be under this name. Because it's not... It ain't Car Artist. It's just me. Just make it one then. 
Maybe yeah. singular. But, you know, to clarify, I do care that people listen, but me recording this show with Calamity Red is not contingent upon whether people listen or not. Uh, this is a major part of my self-care from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I suggest that everybody find some measure of self-care. I also make candles. I also bake. I debate. I consider that part of my self-care. You know, so everybody should have that. But for me, this is what that is. So if Red chose not to participate or, you know, got that mustache and went to Mexico, <laughs> then I would, I would, I think I would continue recording. I guess the dynamic and the purpose of it would change. Yeah. You know, but like you said, but I would definitely do it. Anyway, uh, we are back for another fantastic episode. And uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is ConversationCardArtist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Card Artist, and send us that way. And we have like four short emails from Colin. <laughs> yeah, see, Colin be live emailing and messaging the show he does which is cool like (laughs) do that if you're listening to the show and you have some kind of dialogue that you want to impart your knowledge on uh or if you just got an opinion about something we going through or you know or if me and red having a debate and you want to let us know what your side of that is because i just found out from some of my friends this weekend or this past week that uh, I got hands put on me in the debate about the uh, the doctor. <laughs> now, I still maintain my perspective in that. Which doctor? We had two conversations. The we had one about, about the, uh, getting tested. I guess tested. the one about when the doctor. The dancer doctor? Was dancing. Okay, because yeah. we also had the one where the, you were saying that you didn't care if the doctors got drug tested or not. If he did his job, you didn't think it was a profession that had to be drug tested. I don't know which one. I didn't clarify. Because we had two doctor debates where we did deferred. Maintain both of my positions. <laughs> it's about the quality of the service. Not when it comes to my health. Like again, you got other professions that don't even deal in holding people's life and in the balance and shit that have to be drug tested to ensure that they're capable of doing their job. And then you have doctors out here with with fucking scalpels all willy I think that's more so exclusionary criteria and I think that's when you're dealing with a field in which people ain't expected to be held to high standards like but a doctor you, ain't held to high standards you wouldn't no, expect saying, them to be what I'm saying is if you get a job at Walmart they need to know if you do crack <laughs> they need to know if you are on meth why why for Walmart and not for your doctor because Walmart is a retail industry that's the difference between all of your video games being stolen and all of your TVs being stolen and merchandise being but, misplaced uh, okay. versus a system where you can't really easily access that stuff and take it, but you're also expected to operate on a certain level of standard. Like, our field expect us not to be heavily involved in substances by default because of what we do. Like, they, yeah. I think they put a lot of the individual responsibility on the fact that you don't went through all this education, you don't pay all this money in order to maintain your your uh status in that field 
Shit, you can't be doing drugs. No, that's not true. It's a lot of function that I, I, we just I gonna rehash this true. same conversation. What was his letters? Because this is the same thing over again. Like I, said, I, I maintain my perspective, but uh, Colin says, "Red, good morning. You are fifty percent right. Beards do not have a truly practical function. They do not. It's similar to growing a certain hairstyle, for example. However, comma." Some men need their beards. <laughs> Not sure if you've heard the saying that beards are makeup for men. Many of these dudes out here are saving themselves from feeling judged for or ridiculed for having a turkey neck or a weak chin. <laughs> so this was in response to the conversation we had about Gray Shirt, who told me that eyebrows are have a um eyebrows serve the purpose of covering your eyes from the sun. Because I would say that beards don't have a purpose. So he sent us a link with some pictures of guys. Did you see the pictures? I did. Without beards. And Colin, you are 100% right. Because those dudes looked horrible without those beards. They absolutely needed those beards in order to, to have a level of attractiveness. Because it was all kind of weird stuff going on underneath the beard. Like they neck. They some of turkey them, did, yeah, had turkey necks. Some of them just had like really round face. Like it helps, it does help. So you know what? I that's you're right. It it is makeup for men. It absolutely is. I didn't realize how much a beard transforms a face. But I feel like hats do the same thing. But I'm swiping through Tinder. If you have hats on in your pictures, I need at least one picture without a hat on because I need to see. Because what I found is that hats make a big difference too. Like how somebody looks with a hat on as opposed to how they look without it because underneath the hat could be a horrifically terrible lineup. Like they hairline could be really far back or some shit. Like that's why they wearing a hat or they got a humongous forehead. So I need to see you without your hat on. I don't do all your pictures with hats on. I need to see what you look like. Minus the hat. Now the beard, you could keep that on all the time. Ain't no, you know, unless your job requires you to take the beard off, you gonna have your beard. But hats are not something you wear all the time. So I need to know what you look like underneath that hat, because that is also something that like adds to the attractiveness of men if they got some weird shit going on up top. So yeah, I can yeah I agree. Cause said definitely with the pictures he said them shits look so <laughs> look crazy over the course of time. Does that make a practical function for beard? It don't have a like physical practical function for the sake of our bodies, but no. in a social context, the practical function is for attraction. I guess. Well, and, because, I, mean, I mean, if you think back all the way back to the cave days, like we wouldn't have beards growing this much without a functional purpose if for some reason the people with beards didn't breed consistently. So for the fact that most men beards just grow and we don't have that many Anthony Hamilton pubic hair beards out here, yeah. I think that means that it does have social practical value. Yeah, I think that. I mean, listen, beards do add something to men. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't want to say it adds to a level of masculinity, but it just adds to, I don't know. It, maybe it, it's uh, maybe it's something like uh, in terms of being, you know, I think back way back when I do stuff. Maybe it was equivalent to a, a man that was perceived as more likely to be able to protect yeah. a woman or protect a family or 
maybe to to some degree made men look more intimidating when faced with other creatures or something like that. Yeah, all of those. But know, cats, goosebumps is the equivalent to what cats have when all their hair stand up and it make them look like much bigger than they are. Uh huh. You know, I don't know. Maybe, but I know that. It doesn't serve a function. I knew that, but I did not think about aesthetically. But he is absolutely right. Aesthetically, it does add and hide some undesirable features. So if you got some weird going on with the lower part of your face, beard helps. But caveat to that is the ability to grow a beard because not everybody can do that because you do have a patchiness where it don't grow in in certain spots. And um, some people can't grow beards. Some people just can't grow beards, man. Just. So. I don't. I'm sure you've seen the videos, but you know they got them like lace front balls, yeah, that's weird. and them lace beards. Beard. Yeah. Would you date a man nope. that had that? No. Nope. You just well, need you to wouldn't be. know if he had the top hair. Like, you don't have to get it changed at some point. But you would. You wouldn't know. I, I mean, unless point, you go to the barber shop with him. I said at some point, and I really, if we got married and shit, like. So how far into the relationship that once you find that out, it's a wrap? Like, because I know at some point, <laughs> this person offers way more to you than you, you know what I'm saying, care about that hair. But I mean, I would just try to, it, it, if I'm too far in to like just leave because of something kind of petty like that, I would just try to talk him in to stop doing the shit. Just, nigga, just be bald. It's fine. Like... Your head shape is good. Just be bald. We don't need to do this. It's stupid. You look but stupid. Why not? But like, but no. But you've liked his hair up to this point, even though when it's fake. I thought it was his hair. So it's about the principle. It, yes. ain't, it ain't even about the fact that he looks attractive with it like that. No, because it's stupid. But what if he got like an alien head? You better get it without back. it. Invest in some hats when we go out, nigga. I just don't because here's the thing. Dudes, there are plenty of dudes that that don't like women that wear weaves and wigs and shit. They have a problem with it. They don't like it. It's their preference. My preference is for you to just if you ain't got no, it just be bald, you know. At this age and go and moving forward, niggas losing hair. That's just what happens. Just we gonna we'll work it out. But this this lace front shit ain't on. It ain't the gig. We're not so doing it. Which one is worse to you, a man that? has gone bald and is choosing to keep his head shaved bald all the time or a man who got a five head because he's not willing to let it go the one who chooses to uh keep his head bald all the time the fuck is you doing make it you, first of all doing a little george jefferson or whatever's left up there make you look so much older than you are it ages you so bad and it's just sad anytime i see a man with like just a little bit of hair left up there i'm just like play it let it go let it go especially when it's niggas with like dreads like listen i know you took you know 15 years ago these i get it but at the point that they start back here that's crazy why are you hanging on because you look crazy like you still got long dreads on like the bottom fourth of your head though like what no just let it go it's sad every time i see a dude i'm just like oh he just he can't let it go that's sad poor guy I'd rather you just be bald. Just shave it bald. Just let it go. You can't help it. Male pattern baldness happens. It's just what you have to do. It's fine. Women are bald out here now. Like, it ain't even like, like it's, everybody loves bald heads right now. You're good. Just be bald. It's just, it's fine. But I'm not with the lace front shit. It's stupid. Well, when you find out. 
like I said, depend now if it's early enough, I might just be like, okay, I ain't got time for this shit. That's too much. Or I get if it's further in, then hopefully I will have gained enough influence where I'm just like, just it's you don't have to. Do, do you that. think it's an indicator of underlying issues for a man that's willing to go to that extreme yeah. to make sure he's still? Yeah, it, it's an insecurity and. It could be a couple of things: losing hair, getting older, and especially if it happened when you're younger. And yeah, people expect you know there's just certain things that people expect you to have. And being a man, having a nice hairline, you know, people. And so it's obviously an insecurity in going bald. So to alleviate that, you just don't let people know you're going bald by putting on a lace front. But the extremes—that's extreme. Because you have to go get that shit done regularly. And they basically glue that shit on your head. You walk around with some shit glued on your head for I don't know how long it lasts at a time. But it it does speak to an insecurity. You ain't, you know, accepted the fact that either genetics got you fucked up or age just caught up with you. It's one of them two things. Either way, ain't shit you can do about it. But just go bald. That's all you have to do. Okay, that being said, for next week's recording, can you talk more about things people do that seem kind of silly to attract suitors? It can be what straight people do, LGBTQ people do, etc. But y'all, check out this pic. My man should grow the best beard he can for real. Kind regards, Colin. And that's that goes to the picture of the, the guy with the turkey neck, <laughs> neck situation that needs a beard. Because it'll give the illusion of a neck Just being there. Just go to Google and put men that need beards. And I'm sure you find a whole bunch of the kind of people that yeah. Colin is talking about. But I think, you know, to me, yeah, going, especially for men, mm-hmm. going to a lace front measure of trying to get hair the way you want it, trying to maintain a lot. the hair, I think that is silly. That's you know, you gotta find somebody that do it because ain't all barbershops gonna offer their service. And so it you can't gotta. Be cheap. It, it, it ain't. I'm sure it isn't. And again, how often do you have to do it? You know what I'm saying? What's the upkeep? It just seems like a lot where you could just go bald. Just go bald. I don't understand. But as far as silly stuff people do, um, one of the things that I have had to be real direct with people about because like you know i'm single and so people always like to give you suggestions when you're single about what you need to be doing in order to meet somebody because apparently if you're single it's because you just ain't doing the right shit (laughs) but anyhow i digress that's another conversation uh but they're always saying well you should go to these kind of events and this kind of thing and go to this church and my problem with that and why I think that's silly is I'm going to go meet you at something that you're genuinely interested in, but I was only in to meet you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then once we start dating and you want to continue to do this shit I have no interest in, now I'm stuck doing some shit I don't want to do because I met you under the guise of I like to do this kind of thing too whether it be I don't actively go to church so me going to church solely for the fact of meeting somebody is silly to me because you obviously at church is something you enjoy doing now you're gonna expect me to go to church with you on Sundays when we become serious and I ain't gonna I'm gonna have a a problem with it well not necessarily but it's something that wouldn't have had to happen had I not been at that place solely to meet somebody or like you know our new mayor is a young black man so a lot of the events and stuff 
uh, being held around the city. You know, they're like, oh, you need to go to these, you know, these dinners and stuff. I don't like doing shit like that. I don't like getting dressed up. I don't want to meet a guy who's like super into politics and shit. And now I got to get dressed up and go out with you to these damn events and shit that I don't really want to do. Like, I don't think that you should go try to meet people doing activities that you you not really have an interest in like i just don't think that's gonna work long term like because now again you're gonna be they're gonna expect you to do this shit with them those people what those do those people generally just think you should go to those places or they did not know what your interests were to give you suggestions that are realistic to what you would enjoy (sighs) no they know that i wasn't but why wouldn't they say for you to go to a dog park Because they feel like, again, they're looking at the type of men that would be at this particular thing, right? They're feeling like, oh, you know, nice, black, educated men are going to be at these, like... So, they're just looking for you to have a specific type of person. In mind, yes. So, what's more important to you, that you have the kind of person that have those qualities that people, that Tyler Perry, black men got, (laughs) or... Is it more important that they don't have that, but they just be more in touch with things that you enjoy and you like and connect with you better? I just, I feel like you can have both. I feel like I don't, I don't think you have to choose between somebody you share interest with and somebody that's successful. Cause that's basically what they're saying is that the more successful career minded people are going to be at those kind of things. But I mean, I do think at the dog park, I could happen to run into a, a dude that loves dogs, has his dog there, also has a career that he's serious about. Uh, for them, it, it was just kind of more about what them being at that event says about that person. But again, you got to think about, well, but I don't enjoy those kind of things. And so, you know, obviously, if he making the rounds at all these events, this is something he regularly does. He's interested in local politics or whatever. I'm using that as an example because that was the thing that was thrown at me a lot. Like, they still sliding event flies under my damn door at work, like under my own. <laughs> My office door, like you should go to this, and I'm like, go to a uh, speed dating type thing. I did. I've done that before. But would you now that you're still single? I mean, is that something you would keep going to? I hated it. Only so speed dating. The problem with speed dating is by the time you get to that last person, that person don't get a good version of you because you didn't went through the same. Hi, I'm Red. I'm a therapist. You didn't went through the same fucking chit chat 14 times. So number 15, you ain't going to get as enthusiastic Red as number one guy I've never <laughs> or that person either. I've, I've never been the one, but I feel like I would just, I would have like 20 different random things that I'm ready to say to people. Most people That's going to make me seem crazy. Yes. <laughs> because then another thing about speed dating is you only have like seven minutes to impress this person enough to where they're like okay let me find there's not a lot of time and so usually it's spent with a little you know chit chat bullshit and so i didn't enjoy it It was a no like i said i at first it was kind of like okay but then by number 10 i was just kind of like i just said this shit like (laughs) like i wish the basics could have been covered and then we like can have some more interesting conversations but you you basically only have time to cover the basics like ain't so you do that in rapid succession 15 times it again that last person don't get the best version of you and you don't get the best version of them because you're both tired by that it's like shit i done said this shit 14 times tonight alone <laughs> so i i don't you know what i, I think just don't think silly. it works 
that people do to attract suitors, but this this is very deeply embedded into our society is, you know, women who do body modifications. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't want to call it silly more so than just conditioning it's, of what men expect and what... It's one not thing... Really what men expect, but what a, a genre of men like and enjoy. It's one thing. So, because I'm not, I'm not 100% against body modification, but... It's one thing if you're fixing something that you just have an insecurity about. Like if you're a, a cup or flat chested girl that's always had like a uh, an issue with that just because of, you know, it's just a lot of things are going to go. Your clothes going to fit different. If it's something like that and you decide you want to go have a modification done just because to make yourself feel better so that you feel better in your clothes uh, whatever the case may be, that's one thing. Doing it because it's in trend or because you think niggas is gonna like it is a mistake, and it's stupid. It is silly. So, you know, I think there is a place for it if it's something that you've had, you know, an insecurity about, and it's something you can fix. Because I always say, you know, the flaws that you have that you have an issue with that you can fix, fix them. You know, work on them. Because some of the things aren't as easy as saving up money and going to a um, a doctor if it's something about your personality something about who you are that you don't like you're the only person that has the power to fix that so but yeah getting it just so that you can attract you know basketball players at the nba all-star weekend is <laughs> stupid yeah just, that's just not not a good look to me i wait to see what all of these women like what our elderly population is gonna look like like when we're old can you imagine? Because, <laughs> like, Nicki Minaj, they like eyes. So, like, can you imagine what the nurse homes are going to look like? Like, obviously not Nicki, but, like, poor versions of Nicki. You don't think they're going to make it? No, they're going to die early. They doing stuff to their body that ain't really. You just increase the possibility of infections. And, yeah, you're putting foreign objects in your body. And then I mean, as your body ages around this ageless thing in your body, yeah. like when your body naturally stops being strong enough to carry that stuff, then you risk having to go back under the knife to get things removed. Mm-hmm. And it, I just think it's a big risk when you're doing it for those reasons that aren't aren't for your own you know purposes it's for if it's for other people then i just you know but also people who who lie yeah you know i mean that's that's stupid to me it is you, bow wow way, challenge like, out here <laughs> i watched the episode of the simpsons okay last night in which i'm pretty sure you've seen it because you know i watch simpsons in which they went into a cave because Homer wanted to find some coins or something. But Lisa started telling a story about her with Mr. Burns. And in that story, she told a story about Mr. Burns was telling a story about Mo falling in love with a woman. The teacher, Miss Krabappel. Uh-huh. Mo fell in love with Miss Krabappel? Yeah. I don't know. This might have been in the later season. This might yeah, have been like season I 18 thought, or something. Oh, okay. But it went back to talk about when Mo, when Miss Krabappel first came into town, she came in and said that her, she moved from where she was and got a divorce because her husband was an alcoholic. So she hate anybody 
that's connected to anything alcohol related. And so he lied and said that he he was not a tavern owner. He said he was a therapist for people who have alcohol related issues. Wow. And so that's the opposite. He faked the funk, and then all of like the people from the bar, cause he kicked them all out and closed the bar. All the people from the bar came back and was like confronted him in front of her, and and he said, uh, I don't know why this made everybody run away, but he said. Uh, he said, hold on a second. Let me go talk to my clients. And then he took them over to the side. And he said, if y'all don't leave me alone, I'm going to tell which one of y'all is gay. And they all just ran away. It was Mo, Homer, and the two dudes, the black dude and the other dude. The, uh, it did you? Mm-mm. No, nah, the, the two dudes that be in the bar, they work with Homer. Oh, Mo and, I mean, uh. Yeah, I know he's talking about. I can't think of the names. Yeah, and so they all ran away after he said it. Why did they all run away? Exactly. I was like, the ones that were straight should have stayed, and then the one running away clearly. Maybe they all away. got some gay shit in their past. He's like, that they don't let, <laughs> let Mo know. But like, people yeah. lie to that degree. Like, they manipulate, they try to manipulate something that's going to make them have more favor or with somebody. Try to. If you're a dishwasher, then just say that. Don't say you, you know, you're a fine china. <laughs> like, don't make up shit for what you do. What you do is what you do. Like, no, you don't need to be. Hey, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> no, you can, you can rebrand. No, you cannot. A dishwasher is a dishwasher. You can say fine china uh, cleansing artist if you want to, but we both know you're just a dishwasher. Like, because either I'm gonna be with dating a dishwasher, or I ain't. Cause you give it a fancy name, don't make it no different than what it is. Your pay ain't gonna be no different than what it is. So either I'm gonna be accepting of it or I ain't. You can you can turn it into something. You can rebrand it, but it's still the same shit. I, mean, I feel package. like the person hearing it would be smart enough to say, "So you a dishwasher?" Yep. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I only- had to do that before because it's like, what you are what? Like uh, people make up stuff, they do. Like maybe not to the extent of fine china cleansing artists, but they do make up titles. And it's like you could have just said this simple version of that, cause we both know what that's what it is. That ain't impressive to me. It's sad. It mean you ashamed of what you do <laughs> that you went all out of the way to say that shit. Like when I was an administrative associate at, at AUM, that's what the fuck I told people when I met them, cause that's what I was, which is basically just a secretary. That's what I was. I didn't make up no shit about what it was. That's where I was working at at the time. Either you gonna be able to get with it or not. But like lying or rebranding, <laughs> it don't do shit. Like it's still the same job with the same pay. It, you know, you can make it sound fancy, but we both know what it is. Um, I watched a video on Facebook. It was called "Don't Front Your Move," and this dude told a whole story about how. You know, he met some girls. They were going to get up to smoke. And then his cousin told him, you know, you can't really handle them trees like that. And so he smoked some weed. And then after he got high, he was scared because he thought the ceiling fan was a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, how the hell does Chopper get in the house? So that's another thing. Like, don't front yep. and participate in something that you either don't per- normally do. or don't. Because, you know, when you're around people you like, it give you a heightened level of wanting to do shit that you don't normally do. Yeah. You know, like if you know the last three times you took tequila shots, you woke up butt naked somewhere, <laughs> then you should not take them tequila shots just because you're around somebody that you're trying to you think right. you buy it. Like you'd be much better off saying, I don't fuck with tequila like that. 
it's gonna be a bad night. I'm not gonna do that. Yep. You would be. I mean, I feel like you would get much more respect. <laughs> yeah, you would. being up front than than otherwise. And then now, when you got them, when you catch them, then when you know y'all in a, a relationship and y'all been in a relationship for a while, now what you do is you have that tequila, and then they got to take care of you now. So, or you could just not have the tequila. I'm just saying, <laughs> you could. You, it's a callback. You'll be like, hey, you remember that time you tried to get. Me to take them tequila shots, and I said, No, nah, you call me a bitch. <laughs> well, I'm doing it tonight. <laughs> I ain't gonna put hands on you, but you're gonna have a hard time. <laughs> you do that after the shots, take dope. three shots, and be like, You finna have a bad night. <laughs> I'm not gonna remember. Don't, don't act more aggressive than what you are because you think it's the press. Don't get your ass whooped, okay? Don't, don't write checks you can't cash. Just because you want to seem like you you aggressive and you take charge, that's women and men too. Like I'm not finna get go up and get in somebody's face that I wouldn't normally get up in because I want him like I, I, you don't disrespect me. Like I ain't finna do that shit. Hey, because guess what? What's really not attractive is getting your ass whooped in front of the person who you like. That's what's really see, not for attractive. Man, that's a lose lose. How is it a lose lose? Because if you get if you don't do it for for the women, <laughs> if you don't do it now. You weak, <laughs> and I don't really, I don't really prescribe to those things. Like if if a woman would call me weak, you, for something you don't I need to be well. She crazy, fuck her. yeah. You know, so I ain't, I don't really care about that. But for a lot of men and a yeah. lot of women, if a man don't do it, then he's weak now, and that look bad for him. But if he do go and try to do it, get his ass mollywopped, <laughs> then now. You know, she don't feel like he the kind of person that can protect her. So, I don't feel like it's a lose-lose. If you're not going to end up with her, it's better to not end up with her and not get your ass whooped than to not end up with her because you got your ass whooped. If you ain't going to end up with the bitch anyway, then it's better to not have went through the trouble of, of fighting and getting your ass whooped. You're going to lose her either way. <laughs> Shit. If she, and plus... I don't want to be. I I would not want to be with somebody who gonna encourage me to do no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't trying to get arrested with you every time we go somewhere and you, somebody do some shit that you feel is disrespectful. So you gotta go start a fight. I'm not finna do. I'm not. I don't like people like that. I ain't finna hang out with you every time we go out. You getting into it with somebody and shit. Then you looking to me to jump in. I had something like no, nigga. You wrote that check. Go on cash it. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I nothing. Admit, you know. <laughs> The last thing I want to hear from a woman is you going to let him talk to me like that. <laughs> because, number one, my solution is we're going to remove ourselves from this situation. <laughs> this is what I tell my clients. We will remove ourselves from a potentially hostile situation before it escalates to aggression. Number two, you going to let him talk to you like that? <laughs> you know, like, tell me what you tell me what you want to do, because we either leaving or he gonna keep running his mouth because, you know, I just don't know what somebody can say. I just, I'm just not, a, I'm not somebody that's going to get up in somebody's face. I'm just not. I don't know what he been through. He might have woke up this morning and said, "I'm gonna kill a nigga that fuck with me today." Hey, you and don't want to be that nigga. Might, he, don't, he might not even discern whether he started or not. <laughs> I don't know if he got a knife. I don't know if he concealed carry. It make a difference if he white or black. It make a difference if we in a liberal state versus. <laughs> A conservative state, it make a fucking big ass difference if I'm in Florida. I ain't matter of fact, I don't want to go to Florida no more. <laughs> that stand the ground shit is terrifying. It it's is. too many variables, and I feel like if a woman say 
you gonna let him talk to me like that? <laughs> I'm, I can't control his mouth. He he had, he's a grown man. He can make his decision. I mean, Listen. if I like had some kind of mind control powers, then I would definitely make sure that he don't talk to you like that. But I don't have that. So my solution is we're gonna leave. Okay? Is this your favorite? Is this your favorite place? Is this our birthday? Did they sit down the same time we sat down? Or are they realistically about to leave coming up? Is this a random encounter? Random encounters are the worst. Oh, yeah. I, I am not prepared with my rational self to be stabbed to death by somebody with mental health issues because you needed me to stand your ground. And not let him talk to me like that. Exactly. Like, so I, look, that's I, not my thing. Is what I'm saying. I teach an anger management class. And one of the things that I get oftentimes uh, by the men in the class. And listen, this class is court-ordered. So everybody in this room usually is in there because they didn't did some fuck shit when they was angry. Whether it was to a child, a significant other, some bitch at the club or at work. They've done something. So all the time dudes talk about how, well, what you do when she pushing you and, and hitting on you and, and you know, you supposed to just walk away. So what I always tell them is this. One, that's absolutely not okay. My mama always taught me don't give no lick that you ain't ready to receive back. So I don't put my hands on men because I don't want you putting your hands on me. And, you know, it's not a question of, you know, how you keep walking away from that. It, why are you staying around somebody that keep putting hands on you? Nobody in your life that cares about you should be putting you in in a predicament where you're gonna get your ass locked up. You know what I'm saying? Like you you care about somebody, you're not gonna put them in a position where they finna get fucked up. Especially not out here where the police is oh, Jesus. You just ain't gonna do that. So if she is constantly putting you in a position where you cause if you hit her and the police come, you know, they do take both people a lot of times now. But women we we can we you know, you you might get taken off by yourself if she convinced it enough. So people that care about you should not be putting you in that position. I'm never going to put somebody like even if I'm mad at you, because at the end of the day, we still going to be together. I'm not trying to get you fucked up in the game. I'm not. So you got to ask yourself why you keep allowing this person to do this shit. If she get mad and she can't control herself no better than putting hands on you, then you don't need to be with her. At the end of the day, because if you hit her and y'all get into a fight, both y'all asses gonna get locked up. People that care about you don't put you in them positions. So, you know, one of the the parts of managing your anger is not putting yourself in positions where you're gonna have to deal with fuck shit like that. So, if you get with somebody and you see that they aggressive as shit when they, especially if you're a dude, women too, just in general, if you get with somebody that gets super aggressive when they're angry, you do not need to be with that person. Because y'all both finna get fucked up. And it ain't worth it. Women, don't fake the fuck with video games, okay? Oh, yeah. If you know your dude or the dude that you're, you know, hoping to be with play games, don't fake the funk. Like, one of my ex-girlfriends when we were dating was like, hey, you got some games we can play? And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, we can play some games. Call of Duty. Never played a game yeah. ever again after that <laughs> two-year relationship. <laughs> I mean, only picked up a controller to clean up. Damn. <laughs> you know, to move it out of the way. I play video games. I only play specific video games. So I will say that I do, but I'm specific. I don't play first-person shooters because I ain't good at them. You don't want me on your team because you're going to get angry. <laughs> so... You know, I, I'm specific about I do play games and I do like Marvel movies. 
I love comic book movies. I'm not a comic book geek, though. I don't know shit about the original, so I'm not the person in the theater that's like, that's not how it happened in the comic book. Like, I don't do that. So, like, I'm not that deep off into it. Because even then, you, I mean, even when you are interested in stuff, I feel like you still have to put a caveat about, like, how interested. And sometimes people take it and run with it, like, oh, she played video game. We can call a dude in. NBA, oh, no, no, I'm not going to play any of those games with you. Those are not the games, I, those are not the kind of games I play. So I try to be specific when listing my interests. Um, I go hiking. I mentioned that I take the dogs with me. So, like, it ain't just you you know hiking with me it's gonna be me and remy because kingston oh so i don't take him hiking but remy um but yeah you don't don't pretend that any just don't pretend that you have an interest that you don't have just to secure that person because that person is thinking they found somebody to share this thing that they actually enjoy doing then they get your ass and now you don't want to not only do you not enjoy doing it you're gonna bitch and moan at them for doing see, the shit they was doing when see, you met that's them that's the thing like i think i think when it comes to certain things it's even more critical. Video games, that's one of those critical moments. Yeah. I think a man, I don't know how life would work if somebody plays video games as much as I do. Mm -hmm. You know, I also don't know how life would work if somebody don't play video games at all and don't like it when they do do. Like, I need somebody who is aware that I play games as much as I do and would like to join in sometimes what a lot of times just watch mm -hmm. and and be okay with two TVs in the living room because yeah. I ain't choosing. <laughs> like I like we can watch a movie together all the time or you can watch me play the game, but if it have to be a situation where I gotta choose the game or she gotta watch her shows, I need some I need some situation like we gonna have two TV. I'm just that I'm committed to that. I'm trying to figure out the best in my head two TV setup in the living room. You know, one mounted on the wall, one on the stand. I don't know. But that's one of those things where I don't think you can fake the funk for real. Like, it's one thing if, like, if you pretend like you into photography because that personal photographer. Mm -hmm. And because at the end of the day, if you don't participate, it ain't going to impact nothing else that they do. Like, yeah. that ain't something they expect you to do with them. And it's not something that, like, actively need to be decided. Are we going to watch a movie tonight or are you going to play the game? Yeah, you know, type situation. So, uh, kids is another thing. Don't fake the funk on. I don't know if you know what is her name. One of the women on the real, um, husband divorced her. So when they got together, she was very clear. I don't want no kids. I ain't having no kids. I ain't got no interest in children at all. Okay, he said that he was okay with that, but. For him, I think he hadn't decided yet whether or not he wanted to be a dad. So they get married. They're married. He finally comes to a decision. His decision is that he does want to have kids. So then he starts trying to pressure her into having a kid. She won't do it. So he divorced her. And like three months later, his he got a girlfriend that's pregnant. If you know that there's a possibility, if somebody is up front and say, hey, no kids ever, not going to happen, not going to do it, then if you, even if you haven't decided, if you know that there's a possibility that you might down the road want to, that ain't the person for you. Because they done told you it ain't no way. It's not going to happen. So you need to 
abide by that because what's not fair is for them to have told you that and then you finally decide and it's something different that's with anything that's with anything if you know that you kind of up in the air can go either way if you that ain't the person for you you need the possibility and that person has told you ain't no possibility whatsoever at all and it's an unnecessary thing you know she was devastated because she wasn't finna just have a baby just to you know just to keep her husband because you know she was like shit i told you that from jump like it wasn't gonna happen like i was never going to be interested in becoming a mother i don't want to do that so he left i went ahead he went and found somebody who would give him a baby i feel like these days you need to set like dating relationship traps what like what do you mean like you need to say stuff like, "Man, just wish trouble go ahead and build it wall." And then just look them in the face, <laughs> and see what they're gonna say. They're gonna be like, "Man, what the fuck you on? You you support Trump? No, and you answer correctly. <laughs> hey, we can move on." But what if they're like, "You damn right, he need to build then that I fucking wall." <laughs> you know, trapped your ass. You fell for you the little raccoon that went up under the box with the stick on it. Oh yeah, and you went to go get the little snack, and I pulled the string, and you in the trap. The trap mean that I ain't fucking with you no more. <laughs> it's over. You answer wrong. That's what a trap is. Multiple choice. <laughs> Should we build that wall? Fuck that wall. I don't support Trump. Or I understand the complexities <laughs> of immigration issues that create some problems in our country, but I also support helping people who are seeking refuge from a country that has issues that Mexico has. <laughs> you all the way win then. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> this person is complex. <laughs> I like this. But you know. You just gotta be honest. Like, I think a lot of the shit that people do that's silly to get folks is lying. It, whether it's about whatever, it's not being honest. You just look, especially if you, you know, if you know you at a place in your life where you're looking for the person you're gonna spend the whole rest of your life with, then you need to be as honest as fucking possible. <laughs> the rest of your life is a long ass time for you to be trying to put on this front you was doing in the beginning. So just be honest. Like, again. If you play video games and, or if you a girl that don't like niggas that play video games, why would you even want to date somebody who telling you that they, they play video games all the time? They, that's just going to be irritating for you because now you're going to be nagging at him all the time by playing damn video games. Listen. If you know that that's something that you just don't have an interest in and you don't really want to have a guy, there are plenty of men that don't really play video games like that. Plenty of men. Just find one of them dudes as opposed to finding somebody who does have that interest that you're trying to change. Like... Just find you somebody who don't play. Not all dudes play video games. You know, there are a lot of men that don't play video games, whether because they never really developed an interest in it, they don't have the time to indulge in it, whatever the case may be. Just find one of them dudes. And I think it's a difference between what we're talking about and a representative. Yes. You know, to me, the representative just means that you ain't putting your traumas out there on day one. Yeah. Like you're selling the best parts of yourself right now but they are parts of you that actually exist. exist they're not made up things yeah opposed to you know telling a girl you could do a backflip but you ain't <laughs> never tried one before <laughs> and so you get up on top of this thing to do a backflip. break your allison, damn neck allison Bree. have you ever seen community it's a white girl in community named annie um uh, annie adderall she's a is that a joke name or that yeah, was her well, real last name they all these people are in college now, mm -hmm. but it but the only reason they in community college is because they somehow fucked up in high school or they past life. Okay, and Annie, she, 
she got addicted to Adderall. Okay. Kept taking pills. So, okay. Troy, the football player played by Childish Gambino, he was uh he was the jock, but he broke his leg at a keg party, uh, and he couldn't finish his season out, uh, or his season football out. But he Which meant he lost yeah. the scholarship. Exactly. Yeah. So now he in community college. But she told a story about her stopping. Childish Gambino used to have a lot of parties when they were on that show, and mm-hmm. they was all really cool group of people. And she stopped getting invited to the parties because she said they were all in a party and they were all drinking. And she was like, everybody watch this. And everybody looked at it and she just flung her body back into a lamp, broke a lamp in his apartment. <laughs> and then she got up and was like, okay, everybody go back to normal. And Danny Pewdie, which is the character that played Abed, he said, what exactly did you think was going to happen? <laughs> and she said she thought in her head she was going to flip back uh, onto the floor. And you know how people... Get, jump back up with their hands. They push their hands back and jump back up in one motion. She said she thought she was going to do that, but she didn't. She just flung her body into that man's lamp. And she practiced it? Did she know she was capable Not of doing at it? All. That's what I'm saying. Like, don't say you can do a backflip and you never try to backflip. You've never gotten close to doing a backflip. And black backflip in this dialogue is just a representation of anything that you would do to impress somebody. If they can't be impressed with who the fuck you are, with all of your flaws, with all of your bullshit, well, that, that wouldn't lead to impression. But if they can't accept everything that you consist of, you don't want that. The way you get them is how you got to keep them. You know, if you do a backflip today, your ass got to do a backflip in five years or <laughs> shit ain't, go, ain't right. <laughs> They're like, well, when we met, you did a backflip for me. You ain't backflipped in three years. Do a backflip or this is over. You know, like, don't front your move. For for me, I cook, but I'm not cooking no five-course meal for somebody on day one. I got to do a five-course meal on day a thousand. And you ain't going to want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So... People gotta be able to accept what you got. Okay, some people will probably get upset by this. And I'm a makeup wearer. I oh wear Lord. makeup. I do. But I do not think that you need to wear makeup to the point where it transforms your face into some shit it ain't. If you're in a dating situation. And the only reason that I say that, and I, again, makeup is an art that's great. But if you're the kind of bitch that feel like you gotta constantly have your face on, that get up in the middle of the night and run, touch your makeup on, so when he wake up, you look the same. That's a problem. Because, hell no, I don't do that. I said people do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you are, if if you got skin issues or whatever the case it is that you covering up with the makeup, then you're going to, you got to keep doing it to keep it covered so that they don't see what they actually got. I would go makeup less sometimes like you don't know what i already look like off top it ain't gonna be a problem like and when i do my makeup it's just me more polished it's not i don't slim my nose down i don't give me jaw um high cheekbones that i don't have like makeup is an art it absolutely is you can you know it's makeup artists that could do makeup in a way only using makeup shadows light and create like make themselves look like celebrities with nothing but makeup on so you have to be very careful about that um because the thing is one if you got issues with your skin covering it up with makeup ain't gonna fix it you need to 
figure out visit a dermatologist um take better care of your skin cover your skin up with a bunch of makeup by the time makes whatever it exacerbates whatever problems you have you know what i'm saying so you know and that guy gonna eventually see you without the makeup on you're gonna have to be okay with that so i have no problem even people who wear heavy makeup but you just need to know that that person i feel like has a right to see you know you because you is who he gonna be with on a day-to-day basis y'all get married that's who he gonna see what you look when you wake up in the morning after you didn't wash your face the night before that's what he gonna see so he need to be able to accept that i wouldn't even want to be with nobody who couldn't accept my face for my face <laughs> like because i'm not gonna look polished and I'm, you know, I'm okay with what you need to do for you to look in the mirror and feel good about yourself i'm okay with that but for me, the line starts to get drawn where that is a result of some deep levels of insecurity that you have about this thing mm-hmm. that I may not care about. Like, it just, it, I, you know, I know it's hard to, you can't change somebody's reason for insecurity, but it really, it would make me feel a certain type of way if some past insecurity of something that I, I enjoy or value or I'm okay with, you keep covering it up i don't know that that'll feel a certain type of way so the deeper you go with that level of insecurity for mm-hmm. that thing you you covering up then you know that's where the line starts to get drawn for me because even with beers being the makeup for men you know your beard stay on your face <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like makeup come off and so like i said you know i'm not gonna sit up here and act like when i go on the first date i don't put on makeup but my face looks like what it is minus the discoloration i have around my eyes and shit but like it's my face so like if you see me if you come over and i'm sick and and i open the door you're not gonna be like shit who is <laughs> it ain't gonna be that situation because i basically look the same less polished like it, i even up my skin tone with makeup um that's really about it like you know i, I don't i don't do all the light and shadow shit because again that ain't what my face look like so I think that's kind of silly too and again if you got problems with your skin the answer is not by covering it up with this shit that's just gonna make it worse especially when it's like acne and shit makeup makes that so much worse you have to let your skin breathe man was that the last one you had another one two more yeah okay uh this is another email from Colin about the pastor he 100% was like I'm gonna grab a titty (laughs) We all know damn well pastors be trifling. Yes. Some pastors be trifling. Some pastors be, yeah. But I mean, I think, you know, I think the male role in the Bible is steeped in misogyny and patriarchy. And I think some men take that to a vast extreme, you know, because the Bible intently defines how women are supposed to behave and it gives men a lot of freedom. And so I was at a church where the pastor... The pastor's wife was clearly not having the shit he was trying to have because she was the pastor's wife and she was there. But she would wear pants to church and conveniently his sermon would somehow have something to do with women wearing pants. pants. And then uh, one day she came to church with her hair cut and just so happened that God sent him the message to talk about women whose hair got cut short. You she know? wasn't with the shits. At all. <laughs> like, I just imagine how many issues he was having with her from his limited perspective. And it's something that D.L. I've just been liking listening to D.L. Hughley lately. 
is interesting hearing his seeing his journey from comedian to social commentator, but still with some comedy in there. But he said, uh, he say something. The worst place that a black person can live is in the mind of a white person. Like that's the worst place a black person can live because in their mind we big, we angry. We burly, we violent. Like in white people's <laughs> mind, that fuels how you interact with motherfuckers out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the same way for women in the mind of pastors. You know what I'm saying? Like in the mind of a pastor, women should be submissive. Women should be quiet. Women should keep their hair long. Women should wear dresses. Women, it it defines what women supposed to be doing, and just coincidentally, it coincides with all the shit men want, you know. So yeah, I think that uh, I think that pastor has just been conditioned to get away with a lot of stuff in his little church and congregation and stuff, and now we see what it looked like on a big scale and how much flack you can get from something like that. Mm-hmm. Two. It's grande, but you roll the R. Like grande. Like I would tell people when I tutored in French to work on pronunciation, exaggerate almost like a stereotype. Kind regards, Colin Smith. I still I can't roll my R's in Spanish. I so do Italians roll that their R's? I, I don't know if Italian if Italian words roll. But see, we might be we might just be getting into some colonization type stuff like grande might not be a traditional Italian name it just might be some Spaniard history between them and Italians that may have rolled his name over into to her family I don't know enough to I don't know enough to, to make Mm-mm. any of those assertions but I'm gonna pretend like it's I'm gonna assume it's supposed to be said like they say in Mexico <laughs> uh Last email from Colin. First, come on, man. Spider-Man is from Sunnyside in Queens. Captain America is from Brooklyn. Also, to red, get you some borax and make a little pastel out of borax, water, and baking soda. Put it inside drains and inside power outlets and in windows and door seals jams. No more bugs. Kind regards, Colin Smith. Did I say I had bugs? Did we talk about uh we talk about how where silverfish come from, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And apartments and how it could travel. Uh, I don't use boric acid. I I have in the past, but um because the dogs are goofy as fuck. Uh, especially Remy, I feel like I use it in some places where they can't get to, but like around doors, he been and ate that shit and died. And it tells you on the thing to not use it if you have pets because they'll eat it and die. It's poison. So <clears throat> I do have some boric acid, but I only use it in the place where dog the dogs can't get to. Cause so if you want to if you want to get rid of your dog, you want to pretend like <laughs> you know you was just trying to get rid of bugs, then you should use some boric boric acid. I would prefer you take them to the shelter. At least maybe they could possibly get another life out of it. You just gonna kill their ass. That's Is rude. boric acid and borax two different things? I think borax is like a um, brand of boric acid. Oh, okay. 
Um, but it's just a white powder okay. that uh, gets rid of like roaches and silverfish and stuff. But it's poisonous, and so if you have pets, uh, especially dogs, I don't know if cats go out like lick shit. They so smart, so I don't know if they like. Um, mm, I don't know if they do that, but I know for sure the dogs just put everything in their damn mouth. So. For them, it's too much of a hazard, so I just don't use it on where they could get to. But that does work for so for anybody listening that doesn't have pets, that does have a because like living in an apartment, or man. Or you have pets and you want plausible deniability. No, nope, I'm not going to suggest that. So that part came from on point. I am not putting that out there. But. Um, especially if you live in an apartment, because sometimes living in an apartment, one of the sucky things is like your neighbors could be fucking up and it impact you, so they could be nasty and roaches migrating shit. So, uh, it is a good uh fix for that. So, um, boric acid does work. That's it. Thank you so much, Colin. Appreciate you. You always have some entertaining feedback. <laughs> And like I said, I did not think about how beards contribute to men's faces, but they absolutely do. 100%. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and reach us that way. Um, let's see. Have you have you listened to Kill Shot? Mm-hmm. So uh MGK apparently said something about Eminem's daughter Haley. So on his kamikaze album, um he had a lot to say about MGK. So then MGK came out with Rap Devil. And in response to Rap Devil, um Eminem made Kill Shot, which basically just address everything that mgk said and um in rap devil i didn't understand the video for rap devil because he was walking around with that fucking bowl i don't know if he was eating cereal or oatmeal or what but like it was just kind of a weird choice i guess he's unbothered he was showing that he was unbothered by just like eating cereal in the middle of the street i guess i don't really know that was weird but um everybody keeps saying they thought Eminem was gonna come harder but I feel like I feel like if MGK says something else then cause Eminem is just he don't this whole thing was a you know every point at MGK and laugh type situation this was Eminem shit like yeah Eminem shit was ha look at his weird beard. <laughs> look at his his name machine gun and he got a man bun. <laughs> look at him. Like that's what this whole track was. This whole track was basically look at my record. I've been doing this since your ass was a baby. <laughs> I'm going the, the one year worth for me is better than your whole ass life is gonna be. Yeah. You ain't shit. That that was Eminem shit. Basically. I mean, I think a part of it is he probably don't got a lot of Hardcore shit on Machine Gun Kelly to know very much. And his life, like he got a daughter, he got some shit he could have said. I mean, 
but like what what purpose would it make like yeah that's I just another don't, thing I don't, it wouldn't be smart for Eminem to bring his family into this situation when him talking about Eminem family was the reason all this shit got started true anyway. that's true but he but in this he mentioned Puff Daddy taking the hit out on Tupac then he ended it with you know I love you Puff I was just joking <laughs> <laughs> people did not that did not like that like Jay Electronica he came out with a whole ass angry ass tweet talking about but you ain't gonna say nothing about Jimmy uh, having been the person that made the most money off of Tupac's death you know I don't know what that means cause I guess they, that whole world they got but dang. I mean it was obviously just a joke but I mean that's sensitive that's sensitive topic because either Puff Daddy didn't do that and and um and clearly don't want to keep that shit keep being rehashed. Or he did the shit. And people <laughs> start looking at that shit again. I don't know. I would assume Eminem. I just imagine somebody in the world knows. Somebody know who what the fuck happened to Tupac. Yeah. And we already know that Puff Daddy and Biggie, I don't want to say they got something to do with it, but Tupac was not, he was not silent about the fact that uh, Biggie sent them him to a hotel room that was full of guns with the serial number scratched off around the same time that like police was supposed to be coming, like they mm-hmm. like he was trying to get set up or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's on purpose or if just rappers just always walking around with that and it's and I ain't one I don't know. But Tupac in his head felt like that was a whole little conspiracy that all has to do with it. So I don't know. I mean. This was just supposed to be Eminem saying, "I don't give a shit you about know what you." I'm of. Yeah, but I'm just gonna play with this right now. I'm, I'm gonna toy with you right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't really do nothing to me. You can't hurt my records. The only thing this can do is help. MGK. Yeah, and he got an album coming out on like the 18th, I think. He's so fucking thin too. Just straight up and down. So this is gonna give him a lot more sales and a lot more listens than he would, and he signed a bad boy. So this interaction has the potential to legitimately boost his career. And the crazy thing about it is, he did this shit so long ago. Eminem just did this for nothing on Kamikaze. Yeah. Well, I think he was just like all of the shit that's been said about him that he hasn't said and he hadn't responded to. Um, he just decided he was gonna put all of that on this one album. So well, he, he alluded wrote. to in the la- in the in the skits and in, in some mm-hmm. of his songs that Paul and Dr. Dre on the last album told was telling him not, him to, not say to, shit, to say shit, which means he had shit to say um, and he didn't because he was taking their advice and now that's the worst album and now Kamikaze come out and now he talking shit again and people love it. So it's like he'll never have another album where he don't speak his mind. Now. No. Ever again. Well, and again, as I said when we first talked about this album, I feel like it was it was content. It was what he was talking about, but also how I hated his flow on revival. It was awful. It was terrible. It was this talk mum. Rap, I don't know what the fuck it was. I hated it. Hated it so much. So glad he went back to that rapid fire um, rhyme flow that he has. Like. I just this is the Eminem that I like to see and the Eminem I like to listen to. That revival shit was terrible. You don't need to listen to Paul or Dr. Dre. If that was their suggestion, 
He don't never need to do that never again in life because that was awful. But if you haven't heard Rap Devil and, and uh, Kill Shots. I'm reading the lyrics. He actually said, here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a star. He called chat. him Stan. He did. He called so him Stan. So that's a response for that. Um. So is this just a no? He's calling. He's it is. He's calling MGK Stan. Okay. He's saying that he's Stan. He didn't dye his hair blonde like him. Man, I mean, on, even on the on the the tweet that he said about Haley, that kind of led the Eminem beef with him. He did say Eminem was the goat. No, you know. Well, no and, offense. And he said in. Uh, kill shot he was like so was it a diss or was it a love letter because he was going even in even in rap devil he was going back and forth between saying he was the great he, he did give eminem some pop in the which is weird because people don't do that in beefs but uh he did he was going back and forth between praising eminem and cut trying to talk shit about him in rap devil so he's and eminem uh, he said you know he was like was it a love letter or was it a beef a diss or a love letter? Well, I guess I heard it. I ain't listened to it. Oh. <laughs> Came by it. No, I listened to it. Yeah, because I enjoy his wordplay. His wordplay is impressive. So, um, so yeah. So check that out if you haven't, and you give a shit, I guess, about either of them. <laughs> Webby. Webby. That is a name I have not heard in a long time. W E B B I E. Oh my god. Congratulations, sir. You can spell your name. Okay. Oh, he was the one who spelled independent. He the reason a lot of people know how to spell independent though. Yeah. I N D P Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Webby. I just came across this today. Apparently Webby walked in on his son two other dudes in the bed in his house with a 14 year old girl and i think they all i think they all around the same age you know i don't think it's i think they all like 14 15 ish but he walked in on three kids and her in the bed together now and he live streamed them in his kitchen sitting around the table talking shit like basically saying, "What's y'all parents' names and number?" And he, this one dude had a hood on. He's like, "Take that hood off. This ain't gonna save you. You finna give me your parents' numbers before y'all leave this house." Because he was like, "And they ass tried to run out of this house before you know before I put them on this live." Now I don't know what Webby did to get their ass to come sit around that table and let him put a phone on them. I don't know what he did. I don't know if Webby like actively has security. Hopefully, guns when gun, I don't know what he got going on to make them do that. You know, but it's a level, I don't know, it's a level of responsible parenting that I would not have expected from somebody like. I thought this was going in a whole Webby. different different no. direction when you said he pulled out a camera. <laughs> no, no, no. It was basically like him telling them what Look happened. At him. He said, uh, he said it was a party here last night that shouldn't have been happening. And and his son was like, I ain't had nothing to do with that. He said, Well, your ass had something to do with this. <laughs> you ain't had nothing to do with that last night because you were asleep. But if you were woke, you would have had something to do with it. <laughs> he was like, I thought, man, I thought I could trust you, man. 
Like I thought I could trust you. Like he was going there and he kept asking them for they for they phone. Like give me y'all parent phone numbers. And he said the reason I'm live streaming this because I don't want none of y'all running out of here saying that Webby done did something. <laughs> Webby done had me over here this. I want to make sure I'm live streaming this and people know what's going he on. He's fucking right because a girl could have came back. But I mean I don't know if it's a come up when it's Webby because. It's Webby, but she could have like claimed rape anything. It could like her parents get upset because girls do that a lot, and and yeah, that was smart. I I I feel bad for what I initially said when we began talking about. It. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just smart. It is smart. I just I would think that he would be like helping this along or something. Like I, don't I know because Boosie. Boosie out here like getting his kids strippers. He got him a prostitute. Strippers, yeah. you know, like and they, they, they. I don't want to say they homeboys, but they definitely collaborated on a lot. They're from the yeah. same place, so it yeah. was just really surprising when I saw Webby's son caught on a stream or, or Webby live streams having caught his son. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> let me see what Webby talking about, and it was just really surprising that. I feel what bad. he was saying was very appropriate. Man. Because I was ready to talk shit about him. I mean, don't get me wrong. Webby got his issues because he apparently held his baby mama hostage at some point and was abusive. And he got his issues. But he said something. He said, man, this single father shit, <laughs> you know, is something different. So I got to make sure I'm recording and making sure that ain't nobody trying to lie on me and all that. So I was like, that, you know what, that's. I give Webby props for that. If I don't give a props, enough, because you know, yeah, parenting ain't easy. It's not. Everybody got their own way, and, and he you, wasn't. Cause I hated that fucking fad of parents shaming their kids online and cutting their hand a stupid way, and then putting it online for people to laugh at them, like for a punishment. This was him covering his and his son's ass, basically yeah. by saying. You know, y'all ain't finna go out here and say some shit went down that didn't. So I'm gonna make sure. You know what I'm saying? So. I have nothing bad to say about that. Yeah, Good, that was, go on, Webby. Yeah, it was <laughs> shit. Um, <clears throat> so sixteen-year-old girl was fatally stabbed during a school fight that was reportedly over a boy. Okay, I just can't understand these black kids. Um, yes, I just saw the name. <laughs> yes, it was. Um. The daily assault happened Wednesday when the girl identified as Dayana Gibson was stabbed twice in the chest by another teenage girl during a fight that was apparently over a boy at a suburban Detroit high school. Detroit. Mm-hmm. The two girls were both straight-A students, apparently. I wonder what kind of student the boy was. <laughs> I just feel like he's some little fuckboy in the making. Let me tell you something. And we had fights over dudes when I was in school. Girls got to fighting over boys. They did. Then nobody ever gets stabbed. Again, I say. It's like kids now don't know how to take an L. Sometimes you got to take an L. Sometimes you go and you fight and you lose. And that's what happens. Your ass sounded like uh, Pops from goddamn <laughs> Friday. But you live to, to see another, another day. day. <laughs> they don't, though. Like, we had fights over boys. But if you got your ass whooped, you just got your... Like, wasn't nobody getting stabbed and shot and shit. Like, they, you get into a fight. 
you would lose the fight or win it. You would go back to school. That week, people was probably joning on you because you lost the fight. But then everybody moved the fuck on and it was what it I, was. I am sure that in the 90s, somebody who got to fighting about a boy got killed. But I'm certain just, that happened back then. But did then. it happen it's, as often as it does now? I mean, this is one off. I don't how much how this often this happen? happen. What? I feel like every year where at least one of these stories and I, it's more than one, but it's always one that that's bad enough that makes it to the news. Like them girls that jump the other girl in the bath. Like this happens a lot. I now. think it's really, really hard these days to tell whether something is more prevalent than it has been in the past or if it's just more readily accessible because of how fast information spreads online now. I, I and I don't know what measure we would use to determine that that metric. You know? Well, not in places like Detroit, Long Beach, like places where violence has been, especially since in the night I guess I mean more so where it's local for me. Because those incidents then people in those cities would have known about it even if it wasn't widespread to where the whole country knows the shit that i see locally wasn't happening when i was in high school like i didn't see all of these things so i guess that's where my but that shit also had happened at the school i went to from then up to this point none of that shit didn't ever happen at my school either and can you yeah. think of anything that happened at your school even at this time period now we didn't have some shit happen like, <laughs> at school that I go like to. Like what? Um, they had. She brought a knife. She didn't stab the girl, but her intentions was to do so. But they, uh, I think she told one of her friends went and snitched on her basically, and so they kind of got it before that was gonna happen. But that happened, minus the actual stabbing. I mean, I think there's a lot of kids that come to school ready to do shit, and always have been like. I mean, like that accidental shooting at Huffman. Mm-hmm. That he ain't planning on shooting nobody, but he had that gun at school for a reason. Yeah, but that's what I just I'm trying to think of it. The whole time that I was in school, I don't believe anybody ever got caught with a weapon. Now that's not to say they didn't have it, but didn't nobody get caught having we had weapons? Kids that got caught with weapons. We, we never had, had nobody kids got that caught. used to wear certain colors all the time, and they would they would suspend them until they. Didn't wear blue no more. Oh jeez. Or didn't wear red no more. Like it, we that shit happened all the time. But we, but like I said, I don't know if it's that the same level of all the bullshit happened have always happened, or we just got access to it now. We can see it happening more, so we think that the causality is that the times have changed. I'm not sure that's the case. You don't think times have changed? I think the only I think times have definitely changed when it comes to suicide suicidal ideations and suicide that's the only thing that happened that has increased significantly but how do so how do you know that the suicide rates have increased not just i mean because there are more deaths that's happening at the hands of uh high school middle and high school age kids than there's ever been but i mean suicide rates have continued to go up in our society period the trend mm-hmm. has continued to rise so i don't know if you can isolate that to the school thing but like that this is what their focus is now like in, in schools the schools i go to they focus is not finding kids with weapons they focus is kids who are talking about killing themselves they already had two attempts at oak mountain yeah my uh one of my co-workers has 
where all her kids went there, but she only has one son still there. And um, yeah, every time they have that, she come in talking about it because she has to talk to her son about you know. Yeah, and I think I think that for me, what I think is that I didn't think that a lot of people knew suicide was an option. But I think that the spread of all this information fast, seeing all people, all these suicide attempts from depression, I think it's created a new avenue by which people feel like they can do something about their issue. Have there been suicides at schools like Huffman, Jones Valley, J.O.? Because I know Hoover, Oak Mountain, the schools with the kids that are have, you know, families are a little bit better off will be at those schools. Well, we know, I mean, we, know, we already know the suicide rate amongst black people is far lower than it is amongst mm-hmm. white people. So I think when you start talking about that, the community shit, that, that you don't get that as much. But also... You're dealing with people at those schools, Huffman and J.O., who already ain't got shit. Like, they already know how to deal with bullshit. I think at the wealthier schools, the kids don't know how to deal with bullshit because they get all their needs met. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time. And that's why, that's what I think is reflective of that, the difference in those rates. You know, we dealing with all kind of trauma and shit every day. Not to invalidate the importance of it when it happens in the black community. But just pointing out that, you know, it's reasons why it happens amongst white people, young and old, and it's reasons why it don't happen as much amongst black people, young and old. So I think when you go to those systems where they are just marginalized, poverty-stricken environments where it's black kids all in there, Latinos in there, you ain't going to get that issue as much. Well, um, prayers for Diana's parents. But I do take that, you know, take that same dynamic to the school shootings. When they talking about school shootings, that shit ain't happening in the black schools. With they the exception of Huffman. Or not mass, that wasn't a mass shooting. Yeah, that was I mean, accident. shootings happen in black schools. But mass shootings, oh, yeah. ain't, at black schools, ain't nobody coming into the school saying, I'm going to kill indiscriminately. Mm-mm. Like, I don't care who get it. I'm just going to shoot some people. And that's going to be that. Mm-mm. So I don't know. It's some stuff. It's some stuff changing. I just don't know how we measure between what's changing and us being able to see this more than we have been able to see it traditionally. I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Well, unfortunately, a young girl died over. And what's so crazy? And I remember being in high school and how much you feel like, oh, this is it. He's it. It's a, you know. But it's just so crazy, like, at this age now, looking back, and when people would tell me, like, this shit ain't gonna matter to you when you get older, now being older, and the shit don't matter, it's just like, you didn't lost your life now. Like, she literally lost her life, but you didn't threw your life away over a nigga that's gonna be with another girl next week while you in juvie for killing this chick, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so crazy, like... I wonder what kind of... You said juvie... Which made me think, I wonder if they're going to have to, if she's going to be in jail for life, they're going to have to charge her as an adult. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, she's not going to be in jail for her whole life. Mm-mm. I wonder what state, what state is this in? Michigan. It's Detroit. Michigan, okay. I don't know what their rules are about that. Well, it's, I mean, it's Detroit, so. I, I actually don't know no state's rules, so I don't know why <laughs> I asked you that, thinking that if you told me a certain state I would know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
But the way Well, you know what? They probably I take that back. She like said they both was like seventeen. They gonna charge her as an adult. She close enough to eighteen, they wouldn't charge her as a juvenile. Yeah. Especially not for a violent offense that was obviously premeditated because you stabbed her at school, which means you took a knife with you to school with the intent to stab her. So yeah, she gonna be charged as an adult. Definitely. At that age, yeah. And in Detroit they no, they will. Little black girls gonna I just don't understand. But I feel like I this mean, person was gonna kill somebody one day. Oh yeah, and this it was, was probably gonna be either other it was gonna behavior. be over a boy or a man. But yeah, probably so. Probably got a little bit of narcissism. You belong to me, he belongs to me, how dare you eliminate the competition. Bring, you know, I hate to bring how she looks into the equation. I didn't look at her. The girl that got shot or the or stabbed or the girl that stabbed her? The girl that stabbed her. What's she look like? I don't know. I feel like she wouldn't have had no chance with this boy. What a boy? Ain't no boy. Oh. That's the girl that got stabbed? The one with hair got stabbed. The one with the blonde hair stabbed her. I mean... <laughs> She looked like Al from Atlanta. <laughs> she looked like uh, Paperboy. That shade of blonde does not look good on dark-skinned women. Listen, I believe dark-skinned women can wear blonde. Not that shade. It makes you look ashy. It's not a good. It's not a good shade of blonde. It looks like a fucking wig. It's terrible. I hate it. I hate when I see black women with that. Just you can do blonde. There's like there's so many shades of blonde. Just don't do that blonde. But there is a very substantial difference in what the uh, attractiveness level of those ladies would be considered as. But blonde hair looked like she might be a little bit more Detroit than the other girl too. So, um, so again, she probably whether it was over a boy or a man at some point in her life, this is probably gonna happen. Mm-hmm. She has no control over her emotions. Probably grew up in a family where. You know, aggression was what you did when somebody did something or took something that was yours, so or what you deemed to be yours. Whew, that's terrible. But yeah, you know, prayers to her family. That's I. If, I just don't know what I would do if like my teenager got killed by another teenager over some bullshit. Like, oh my god, Jesus, it's terrible. So. Botham Sean Jean. Oh, I wonder if it's Sean. Jean is Jean. I don't think it's ever. Jean, probably. Not Jean. Wait a minute. I don't know, man. I just. It's just really hard for me to accept that his name is Sean John. Botham Sean John. (laughs) That's his middle name. Oh, Shim John. I don't know. Whatever. This is the gentleman that was shot in his home. And we talked about this last week, generally we talking about them coming to shoot him. But man, it's more stuff is coming out about this situation. So the account of the officer is that she was tired. She got off of work. She came to the wrong apartment. And she went into that apartment and she saw a shadow figure yell some directives for him to do and then shot him when he didn't comply well now it turns out that there are witnesses that heard this exchange and there are more visual cues that should have 
uh, indicated that she wasn't at the right place. So first, what the witness is saying is that they heard somebody beating on the door, saying "Let me in." So, the did you say did you ever watch the video the, the white girl made? No, I didn't watch that. So a white girl that lives in that complex made a video showing the door because the officer was saying the door was ajar. The door could not have been ajar. The door is like, if you've ever been to a hotel, you know that when you swipe your car, it turns green, you open the door. Those doors are weighted, so they close. There is not a way for you to prop that door open other than like putting the deadbolt out so that it don't close because the door is weighted so she let the door go from two different vantage points from like close up and from like far back both times the door slammed closed it there is no way that door was ajar unless the deadbolt was out she also showed that they have like it's not a car but it's like a key that you just stick in and it lights up green if you have the right door red if you don't there's no way there's just no way that she just walked into that apartment. Also, if the door had been propped by a lock, I feel like she would have said the door was propped open, not the door was ajar. Yep. Indicating that it could have been open. But that that's the report of of the the neighbors. Mm -hmm. But there's also a red floor mat in front that of his he had door. in front of his apartment. So let's run down this whole process for this woman. Uh, and some of this I read on the on the status. On she Facebook. got off. She had to get off on the park in the wrong level Wait of the minute, parking deck. No, 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 no. Let's go before that. She consciously got off of work. Mm -hmm. Consciously got all the stuff from her job. Consciously got into her car. Consciously drove to where she lives at, and we and, and consciously parked into the car gar parking garage. Consciously got everything out of her car. And we supposed to believe that at this point she started to become so weary in what she was doing that she went to the wrong floor of the apartment building that she lived. Of that wrong floor, she went to the wrong apartment upon which she saw a red mat that should have indicated that you're not here. But even if you're too tired for that, you put your key card in the door. It did not work. Now, the only thing that could happen if this is the case, the only thing that could happen only two things could have happened either that lock was out and the door was open mm -hmm. or the door was closed and she had to knock and the neighbors said that they heard they somebody they heard banging knocking. on the door now, if she had to knock if she had to knock then she was not there by accident no if you had because i knock don't knock when i go home right now i ain't gonna knock on my damn door because ain't nobody been nobody be in there that can answer and if your key and, and, and if you go home and for some reason your key don't work you're not going to knock on your own door because what the fuck can... Who's supposed to be in there? If your key don't work, you call somebody else outside of it. So Management, yeah. If she indeed knocked on that door, it means so much more to this situation than what they're trying to sell. Now, they issued a warrant for them to search his apartment to determine whether... He had some drugs or something on there. Which, what the fuck difference does it make when he's the victim? You need to search her apartment to find if she had drugs Listen, and maybe she was high when she did all of this. I don't give a fuck if that, had, that nigga had a, a missile launcher from Stark Industries. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if that nigga had illegal pets that he was selling on the dark market. I don't give a fuck if that nigga had heist plans laid out for a goddamn bank or a museum. I don't give a fuck if that nigga had a brick of cocaine on the goddamn counter. I don't give a fuck. 
it don't matter. <laughs> she ain't had none of that knowledge. Nope. In the event that that was the case, but they found a little bit of weed. A small amount of personal use weed. And they decided to put that in the papers, which is so fucked up. I'm just interested in how they're going to use that to try to somehow apply to getting this office or some kind of leeway. What they need to be focusing on is her guilt and trying to figure out how to get her as least time as possible. But if they sit here trying to figure out they got to villainize man, him. They got to villainize the bit. This is what happens every single time the police fuck up. It doesn't matter whether it's you in a car, they ask you for your license, you say I have a gun, I'm reaching for my license and you shoot like anything that they can find to villainize the victim. This is what they do. And how sad is it? That the only thing that y'all could find on him is that he had a small amount of personal weed in his apartment. Why should the assumption have been that they were going to find something? And you know what? I really need, like, I need to know what a toxicology report on his body would be. Because if he don't have no weed in his system, I'm not inclined to believe that it was actually his. Yeah, some people have been saying that they think that they might have planted it to give her some kind of i mean it still don't matter because you didn't it's, first of all it, it ain't even enough weed for you to receive a warrant like if they thought that he had drugs on him or if you arrest somebody you, that ain't gonna give you a warrant to go into their place like the amount of weed was so minuscule but she didn't know it was in there so what they got to do with her shooting him the shooter had nothing to do with them arguing over his personal use weed but, it was her going to the wrong apartment supposedly but think of this process after this woman shot this man in his own apartment somebody said we should search this place now i don't know what their thoughts was when they said we should search this place but that's what they said and then they said we can't search this place without a warrant How and they went to a judge they went to a judge with some kind of reason as to why they felt they should search that place. And you know what a judge said? A judge said, okay. I don't. I just don't know what reason could be why they would search it and why a judge would say yes after a man lost his life. Why did they need a warrant? Wasn't it a crime scene at the point that he got shot in the apartment? Because his apartment wasn't necessarily... It's the, a crime scene, though. It's a crime scene, but I don't think you can, like, just search people's shit. Like, if, if it's a crime scene and the crime happened in the living room, I don't think you can go, and he ain't the he ain't the shooter, I don't think you can go look at that man's drawers. But, like, what if, it, so if I get killed in my apartment, they're going to go all through the apartment to see, well, I mean, it's a police officer, but and let's say it wasn't. To see if something's missing, like they're they're not gonna get a, a a search warrant to search my apartment if I'm a victim of a crime in my house, because they looking for evidence to the crime. But the issue with a warrant is that warrants validate what you find as things that are prosecutable. If they find something in your drawer that's highly illegal and they didn't have a warrant, but for if it, I'm dead, <laughs> but I'm saying. I'm just saying, most warrants are carried out when people are alive. That's why this one is stupid. Yeah. This warrant is warrant. So when you are looking to uh, uh, have a, accuse somebody of a crime and you're looking for evidence of that crime, mm-hmm. you can't, like, if they would have went in his apartment yesterday and didn't have a warrant and found something illegal without that warrant, 
then a lawyer will have that thrown out in court. If he was alive. But what I'm saying is at the point that he got killed in that apartment, I don't think just the room where his body is, is the crime scene. The whole apartment is the crime scene. So I don't understand why they needed to secure a warrant for this anyway. I wonder if it has something to do with it being an officer involved shooting because Again, any if I if I if somebody come in my apartment and rob me and kill me in the in commission of that robbery, they're gonna go all throughout my apartment looking to you know what I'm saying like they're not gonna get a warrant for that because well, it's a crime scene. I know what you're saying, but in the in the case of somebody dying, do you get the you get the warrant so that you don't violate the rights of that person? But if the intention of what they're looking for something in his apartment for is to diminish and assassinate his character. We wouldn't know about that weed if they didn't have a warrant. They wouldn't be able to say that we found stuff in his apartment without it being validated by the system. Anything that if their intention was to find something that might smear him enough for people to look at the officer and say, you know, maybe we can get her off by, by making him look crazy. The only way that they could find something to use would be to have a warrant to do it. Because, like I said, if they found out that he had a fucking illegal Colombian assault rifle under his cushion and they wanted to say that he could have pulled that out and shot her and clearly he'd been dealing with the Colombians. But that's just them processing the crime scene. You don't need a warrant to process a crime scene. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. If they had found a gun under the cushion, nobody was going to be like, well, why were you looking under his cushions? It's a violation of his rights, which is why you have to get a warrant with just cause. When it's a crime scene, though, what I'm saying is I don't understand why they needed a warrant to search a crime scene for evidence. I think the crime has to be committed by that person. Like you can't like you can't do that to a victim and treat the victim as a criminal in that situation. But if you're looking for you're assuming that the evidence is being looked at for them. If you're looking for evidence to solve their murder, why do you need a warrant for that? Like I'm not obviously that wasn't their intent. Because that would be an unrelated crime. That would be an unrelated crime at that point. What the would be an unrelated crime? If anything they would find in that apartment that was not related to the crime that they were searching for, it would go into the crime scene room, but they wouldn't be able to use that then without a warrant for something unrelated. But Again, he's dead. They can't prosecute him for the weed. So it's not like they needed the warrant so that they can present this evidence as we prosecute him for this weed. Like the warrant is to not violate that person's right. So that when, if you use it in pursuit of prosecution, it won't get thrown out. There was no fear of that in this case because he's dead. So it's not like they're going to be prosecuting him for but shit. It's not about prosecuting him. It's about prosecuting his character to save the character of the other person. But that prosecuting somebody's character don't have no rules. They don't you don't have to have a warrant for that is what I'm saying. The warrant was just is purposeless to me. They didn't need a warrant to search his apartment because it was a crime scene. They could have went through that, still found the weed, still been like, while we were processing the scene, we found this weed that he had in his apartment. I know, but I think that's the measure by which they would be able to use that in a courtroom while she's on trial. If it was found during the course of processing the scene, they could still use it. I mean, because again, it's not going to be used to prosecute him because it ain't possible. But, but, but they can't, they wouldn't use that to prosecute her but if it's i mean what it when they when you process a scene because it's a crime scene 
you don't have to have the purpose is to process the scene where the crime happened if you find stuff when you're processing the scene i don't think it works the same way as if you went to that person's apartment specifically to search for evidence for a crime that's unrelated the only reason the police were in his apartment is because of a crime that had been committed his murder so them being there didn't require a warrant because their reason for being there and their reason for going through stuff would have been processing the scene of this murder so like i still don't understand why they had to have the warrant the warrant is now if somebody had, had gave them a heads up that he was some kind of drug dealer or whatever they would have needed a warrant to go in and do that but at the point that a place becomes a crime scene i don't think you have to get a, a warrant to search a crime scene and the whole apartment is a crime scene at that point not just the room where he died because how do they know that other that shit didn't happen in the other rooms they have to process it to find out when somebody dies everything around them you got to look and see if there's any evidence to that crime and if you find something in the process of processing the scene i don't think it makes it inadmissible because you didn't have a warrant because the warrant wasn't necessary it's a crime scene and that's what i'm saying i think that the police are separating the crime scene of that officer having shot him from what other purposes they could use anything that they find in his apartment for. I don't think they would conflate both of those. Because but again, you, they can't use, I mean, other than assassinating him in a court of public opinion, they can't use the weed for shit. Like they're going to use it to make him seem like a bad person, but as legally there's nothing they can do with that. Cause he's dead. So the warrant was unnecessary. Like them using whatever they see, they could have said again, in the process of us, you know, doing this crime scene, you know, we found weed. We don't know if he was a dealer. Like they could have said all the same shit they saying now, minus the warrant, because they found it in the process of processing the crime scene. Like, they don't have to have the warrant for that part. And they can still use it for the purpose that they're using it for now, which is to assassinate him. Actually, it would have looked less suspicious. It looks very suspicious getting a, a warrant to search this man's apartment when he was dead. Had they just been like, you know what, we was, we was you know, processing the scene like we're supposed to do. And we found this weed. It would have looked, looked better for her. Then them going out seeking a warrant. When you go out and seek the warrant, it looked like you looking for some shit to assassinate but him. But I, I guess, I guess, like I'm just, I'm really skeptical about that because what you're saying is they don't have to do anything different if they find something there to use it in the same way that they would use it to smear him or however to help her. So it it wouldn't make no sense to even do that. So to me, I feel like that means that I don't know how much of a system works. Somebody advised them to do it this way. And they advised them to do it this way for a reason. So I'm looking at it. But, first but I'm off, trying to figure out what the reason is. Because, again, from a legal standpoint, again, they had a right to go through that entire apartment because it was a crime scene. And just because his body was found in the living room don't mean that they didn't have a struggle in the bedroom. Don't mean that they didn't take a shower together before this shit happened in the bathroom. They weren't there, so they don't know. So when somebody dies, they process the whole shit. They don't process just that one room. And so if they find something while they're processing it, it doesn't make it inadmissible because you found it when you was processing a crime scene as opposed to you didn't have a warrant to go in there. I think that the, the crime scene supersedes the need for a warrant. So I don't understand why they even needed the warrant. Like, I know somebody suggested that they do it. They did it. The, the um, judge gave it to them. But again, I just think that it was stupid because it puts more suspicious on them to make it look like that they're doing what they're trying to do as opposed to had they just 
did process the scene, found shit that way, and just said we just happened to find it, that don't look as suspicious but as that's this. that's why, to me, I feel like there has to be two different contexts by which uh, you find stuff on the scene and can use it versus when you use them more. To me, it got to be a different. It's got to be. Otherwise... What you saying that means is that they only did this to make themselves look more suspicious of why they. I don't it. think they did it to make themselves look I know more they suspicious. Did, but like, so to me, it has to be. I just don't know what the reason context. is. So Colin would be able to answer this for yeah. us because, I guess Colin, you can answer for me what you do as it pertains to the legal field because I know a lot of his statuses were about mm-hmm. you know law school and you know legal stuff. I really don't know. Well, you know, I, I mean, like, murder, murder and mayhem is like a hobby of mine because <laughs> I watch it and so that's just not the way that this it, again that, but, what, but what I'm saying is this is one of those very very isolated specific situations you also never hear about when somebody got shot in their living room about what they found in the person's bedroom when the person who is the one that got shot in their home this is you we never that never happens because they don't have a need like don't mean that they didn't find it it just they don't have a need to tell people they found it so, but that's what i'm saying this situation this situation created the need to have to go into that room and i think what i'm thinking is they still should have went in there anyway even if it had been they still would have went in that room and probably found that we if they processed the crime thing like they're supposed to and go looking through shit and to see again because you weren't there you don't know what happened they still would have come about it regardless I'm trying to think of like some law stuff that I, I've seen. But when you find something on a scene of a crime and it's evidence to a scene of a crime, without that crime being uh without that crime being resolved, you can't really tell people what you found, right? Like if if, if they find if they all the stuff they find is in a box somewhere as evidence to a crime, but without while that all of that's still pending, you can't tell people what's been they, found. Well, they do release stuff sometimes i mean it, it kind of just it depends on the police that because an active investigation you know sometimes they'll release stuff because it's helpful for the public to know it um sometimes they release stuff to get the public's help so they is they can release stuff they do it sometimes so it's not like when the while it's while it's going on they can't say shit about what was there or what happened because they do in the in the instances where they need the um, public's help I mean, active invest- yeah inactive, but this, but ain't this one is of those active situations. it's still an active but this investigation is not a situation where they would need public's help no this but- is a situation where it would bring nothing no value to know about that thing for them to if they're not supposed to say it when it's just in a group of evidence that that would justify them saying he got but them having the warrant doesn't justify them saying anything to the public about it either but i think that depends on the reason that the judge would have given them the warrant like they would literally have no reason if this was just a part of evidence to say we found weed on them. Other than smart smearing his character but there's still no reason it is a reason if you trying to help your fellow officer out. There's no reason that's going to make that's not going to make them look like shit. 
Well, this whole thing makes them look like but shit. The I'm warrant saying, makes them look like but shit. But what I'm saying is, it depends on the reason they gave a judge. I mean, they went to a professional, and I they know. went to a, like the judge can say no. He can't. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying that I don't know what that reason was. You're saying you think that they? I don't know what. Do you think they went and said we need to go find some shit so we can save our office? I don't think that's what they said to the judge. No, like, I, I don't know what it is. I'm saying that there is. I'm saying that there is, from a judge's perspective, a reasonable enough. But I don't know what that is. Reasons, because I feel like I feel like the judge would have said, "Well, did y'all find that at the scene of the crime?" Or maybe it's a time limit. Maybe if they maybe if they went through the time, they didn't go to him and said, "We found weed. We need a warrant for other stuff." They probably went and said they need a warrant, but I don't know what the reason was. They asked for the warrant. I don't think the weed was the reason they asked for the warrant. I well, don't. Can they? Do you know if they can like? So if a murder happened here in my living room, mm-hmm. and they come and they complete the crime scene and they're done. And they don't find no weed or nothing like that. Can they come back anytime and look for more? Long or as at a, a certain point, if they need to look more, they got to get a warrant. Like Once they release the crime scene, they can't just come back to your house because it's no longer a crime scene. But I don't know what the process of is. Because, you know, once it's a crime scene, people you, you have to find some... You know, your roommate would have to find somewhere else to stay. He wouldn't be come back. He wouldn't be able to come back here. At the point that they released it and told him he could come back, at that point, they would need a warrant because they've released because the crime. Because happened like days out. Like we found out about the weed like six days after. So either happened. they had released the crime scene, and that would be a reason that they would need a warrant to go back into his apartment because at the point that you it's no longer a crime scene they can't just go back looking for shit so what may have happened is it got released because they did it maybe they didn't look for shit there because there wouldn't have been a reason that night you know what i'm saying and when they see that it's looking bad for the officer <laughs> they might have decided they need to go back and search his shit and went and asked. Now that would make sense if they had released the crime scene and needed to go back. And I guess the only this only makes sense if her account of the story is accurate. If she walked into there, saw him, mm-hmm. and then gave him orders, it would only make sense if it was possible that he was intoxicated to a point that he got aggressive or something. But that still don't change the fact that you shouldn't have been in his house. And that she shouldn't have been there. Well, and she ain't even claiming he got. She just said that he didn't follow her directives and she shot him. He wouldn't get down on the ground or whatever it was that she she told him to do. She didn't even say he got aggressive. She just he wouldn't follow her directives and so <laughs> she just shot him because that makes sense. And if somebody came into my house and I wasn't certain they was a police officer, or maybe if they was a police officer, I mean if they had on all the Listen, if somebody walked in Look, here... Look, I could go buy a police officer outfit right now and just go to somebody's door at nighttime and not, and I'm not really a police officer. So, like, if you just... If I'm in my house... And, again, I, the whole door ajar being thing... Because I just don't believe the door was ajar. But let's say it was. If I come out of my room and it's a person in the shadows standing in the door, it looks like it might be a police officer. The fact that you're standing in my door and I don't understand how you got in... It's, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like, hey, officer, what you? You know, I'm gonna go back in the room, barricade myself saying, in, and call the fucking police. I really feel if anybody walk in here with a gun pointed at me and say, "Get your ass on the floor," I'm probably gonna get on the floor. Like I don't give. I don't care if it's the neighborhood goon or somebody in the or p- full police gear or somebody in military gear. If somebody come kicking this door right now and say, "Get on the floor," I don't have no measure of recourse. I probably I don't got guns. I don't either, but. 
what like again me living by myself if that shit happened i would run barricade myself in my bedroom and call the police and maybe hopefully they could possibly get there before i die but i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm gonna fight not him i'm gonna fight through trying to keep his ass out my room i feel like i'm just gonna pass out I'm gonna throw that damn purpose. dresser across him. I'm gonna pass out. You ain't like, getting in here. Or I'm a, well, I ain't I'm gonna sick go the dogs on, on you. You might shoot my dogs, so I won't sick them on you. But I will run away. You, no, you ain't even got no damn order to seek your dogs on people. I mean, look, Remy, you let him out. He's he gonna, he gonna let the man with the gun. He gonna be trying to have fun with the dogs. They ain't gonna know it. He looks like he might try to bite you. They don't know he's friendly, <laughs> but he your won't. Your dog gonna get shot. shot. You're, I hope you feel good about your dog getting shot in the I face thinking he about to play. said <laughs> that I would not send them out there because they ain't going to attack nobody and they ain't going to be helpful. Kingston ain't going to go out there because he don't give a shit about nobody but himself. He's going to try to save himself. Remy would go try to play. So I wouldn't send them. I just said that. I would put up my dresser over the door so they couldn't just bust in. I would be down on the floor so if they start shooting in there, they don't hit me. And I would call the fucking police. Again, at least I got a chance. Maybe they'll get there before you find your way into this fucking room. But I ain't even just get out on the ground because I'm definitely a goner then. I'm going to try. I ain't got no guns and shit in my house, but I can hide and run and go through the window and shit. I live on the second floor. It ain't that high up. <laughs> Whatever I need to do to get the fuck out of there and leave you in there, that is what I will do. So I just don't see me getting down on the ground. That's an automatic rape and murder. I feel Mm-mm. like, if, I feel like if, you, if you're a black person and you get confronted with the police, I feel like you should just keep your back to the police the entire time. Why? Because I feel like the only way that in the event that they do shoot you, that it can be deemed that you definitely weren't going to do shit is if your back was to them. They'll say you were reaching for something while you, with your back turned to them. I, I don't trust that. I feel like you still going to... think you John Wayne out of this motherfucker? He was reaching for the... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm also saying keep your fucking hands up in the air. With your oh. back to him. I mean, I mean, anything they would tell you to do, I would feel like you should just keep your back to him. Just, officer, I'm not reaching for anything, but I'm going to keep my back to you because if you shoot me, it's going to, the toxicology report, not toxicology report, autopsy is going to show that I was shot in the back however many times you shoot me. I will not be facing you. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what kind of powers you think I got while you facing me. With a gun to me, with your finger on the trigger, ready to shoot, that I think I could turn around fast enough to reach for something and then shoot you. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I always say, I'm going to play possum. I'm going to just go limp on their ass. Dead weight. Like, again, that's, I, I would be, again, because I watch too much murder and mayhem, I would be thinking back to these serial killers that was like pretending it. I just wouldn't trust it. Because why, okay, if you are a police officer, why are you just then bust up in my apartment like this? Like, you didn't knock nothing. Just, no, that's weird. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna call the police nine one one. And if you are an officer, I'll find out that damn way. <laughs> but I'm not gonna trust your word in the dark in the middle of the night that you didn't just came busting up in my apartment. Anybody can say they the fucking police. I don't trust that. I'm not gonna do it. The the people this dispatch gonna have to tell me that it, you slide your back. I'm gonna have to see some proof. I don't. I ain't trusting. I don't trust you because you say you a police officer that you are. It's been many a bitch that got killed. <laughs> Believe in shit like that. Nut red. We got like eight minutes left. Oh, shit. What, what else did you have? Um, what else? I guess let's just go down a quick rundown of everything else we had. Okay. Um, 
Uh, Little Wayne is officially the sole owner of Young Money. I don't know what he's gonna do with it at this point because it seems like everybody kind of just done with the shits. But Mm-mm, he still got Nikki. I'm sure he got plenty of publishing. I'm sure he got plenty of stuff that will make him residual income. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, sell. new artists moving forward with new music. I don't know because Drake got OVO. And he kind of doing that his own shit with that. He still got Nikki. I guess. I don't know if she young money or cash money. Cause now they separate. I it don't know. Don't matter. Well, no, nah, all them young money. Okay. Like Drake might OVO. He might have OVO, but Lil Wayne got a hold in that. It's just like Lil, like Eminem uh-uh. was making a ton of money off of. 50 Cent and yeah. Dre was making a ton of money off of Eminem and 50 Cent. He may it's be making residual, but Drake the did. Um, if you're reading this, it's too late. He was trying to finish out what he owed them as far as albums. At this point, I don't think he owes them nothing. I think he doing his shit on the OVO now. I don't think he ha- he owes them anything else. Because when Wayne and, and uh, Birdman was going back and forth and fighting and shit about who owed money and this and that, he was trying to he honored his contract unless he re-signed with them which i don't why would he at this point he don't need to i don't think he, they got drake no more i think his shit is completely under ovo now he got nicky though nick is still there God, that might be something that gerard or cole jackson can help us yeah. understand. because i i feel like i remember because you know uh if you're reading this it's too late just came out of no fucking way like he yeah. wasn't you know and i remember um reading or hearing them say that this was him trying to finish out his contractual obligate because he owed them only so many albums and after he gave them the amount of albums that his kind he was he could either resign or he could do what he wanted to do and why would he resign if he has his own shit what kind of contract you sign because i've always got to like to me like if if it was possible for eminem to get from under dre then why not do that and if it was possible for 50 cent to get from under eminem why would you do like I think people end up signing contracts that keep them from being able to get 50 Cent would not do well on his own without Eminem uh, I feel but like that's what I'm saying that's every artist I feel start. like Dre yeah I mean but I'm saying at this point Eminem has made himself out to where I, he could do what he wanted to do if he wanted to but I think him and Dre just got he just like he he's I, he they seem to truly have like a relationship him and Dre so he may not have a desire to but if you didn't like what was going on on your label and it was a bunch of bullshit why would you stay if you have gotten as big as Drake has gotten and you could go off on your own and not deal with the shit they got going on because for a while, I mean, this just happened where um, Lil Wayne got your money. But, you know, they were going back and forth. Lil Wayne couldn't even put out no damn music that he wanted to because, of his, like, why would you want to stay at a label where shit was all upside down like that when you've made a name for yourself where you could go all out on your own and still remain successful? Like, I think people stay if they want to and shit is good. Why would you leave? But if you had the ability to go out on your own and not have to deal with the shits, I would leave if I was Drake. What's probably more valuable to an OVO or all them system is that how much publishing, how much of your publishing do they own? Like when he was under Young Money, how much of that publishing is still partly owned by Lil Wayne? So- I'm sure that's like, again, what I'm sure the contract has all of that. His original contract, like, and if you leave, this um, percentage of the publishing remains with us for any of the music that was made while under contract with us. Like they could just put that in the contract and you could leave that. Why that ain't gonna make you stay if you can go on to make no, your own saying, label have all the publishing. I know I'm just saying you were saying that you don't know what relevance 
being the sole owner of Young Money brings, but it really legitimately oh. can just bring a shitload oh, of him. money yeah. to him that was going to baby them. Oh yeah, well no, I just meant again like moving forward for him and like signing new artists. I, it's kind of again they've been in the new him and baby and you know Cash Money, Young Money, all of the shit that's been going on. It just don't seem like a stable system right now. So of course he gonna, the publishing and stuff that's cool, but I mean I don't know what he gonna do moving forward like signing new artists. Well, to be honest, it it sounds like it might be a much much better deal for them artists that not got caught up in all of this this stuff. Because they had a Lil ton Wayne of people got sign. To be a better <laughs> superior than, than baby. baby. He gotta be. Like I just imagine baby wasn't paying none of them cats who was signed. It was a ton of them signed you know to that shit that we I, never heard music and from. And you know what? <laughs> they probably still signed to Young Money because mm. they had con- uh, they had album o- obligations. Yeah. And w- when that label ain't helping you pay the tour, pay to promote, all of that, you're not gonna get your albums out and done in a, a f- official for- format. So I imagine that now Lil Wayne gonna be able to focus on these artists, assuming that Lil Wayne, because I think back then Lil Wayne was very involved in, in getting young money and the artists that they had. I, I wonder if he still care thing. now. I mean, about like I'm trying to, th- I can't even think of none of them damn artists' name, but like on um, um, Bedrock, the, not Drake and obviously not Nicki, but t- all of the rest of them, and not Tiger because Tiger got out of his contract with them too. So the, all them other artists that was on that or in that video, like them, do people want to hear? Like, is people still waiting for? I can't think of none of their names. Like, that's how much I'm like, eh. <laughs> I can't even think of none of the niggas' names that was on that song, other than Nick and Drake and Tiger. <laughs> so I was gonna talk about the uh, cartoonist that did that, uh, Serena Williams. Yeah. Cartoon and how <sighs> the like. Uh, the likeliness, not likeliness, the the uh, picture that he used is just remnant of those old uh, Sambo type depictions of black people. He came. Did you see when he came back and said showed the other cartoons of white men, tennis people that he's did those same kind of mm-hmm. drawings of. Yeah, he did. He can't because like people were saying, calling so him a racist, like that. calling him a sexist. They look similar, yeah. Because the some guy on the I don't want follow tennis. Some white guy that um got mad at a ref's call apparently broke his tennis racket. So he made one of a character that looked like that with the tennis racket breaking it. So that's his defense is that he does everybody like that, and it wasn't just her. He draws all. All, but it can't be with the big lips, really. I don't know about the lips. I, I just, I just know he he did. I don't a know, man. I, I I still think it's important to know the history of uh, why people would say this and think that this is racist, regardless of whether you do it the same for other people or not. I mean, we just our society has created a whole bunch of different contexts by which people exist. Oh, so, that was his response to it, though. That uh, an Alabama pastor in our uh, maybe great state, maybe not, destroys Nike gear during sermon over Colin Kaepernick support. Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, Safe space really, for white students. I really wanted to talk about this, but I'm gonna see what next. I want to see what uncovers from this next week. R. Kelly sexually abused teen cousin. Singer's yeah, brother I says, that. "I don't know how credible he is." They made a safe space for white students um, at the University of Maryland 
because you know they started doing the safe spaces for black folks and white people have can't be left out so yeah um and it's called white awake <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, and then also, there's been like half a million residents without power because of Florence. These hurricanes, hurricane season. Y'all be careful out there. Um, and then there's a Georgia school that wants to go back to using paddles on the students. That's stupid, man. That's just based on this idea that abuse supposed to help. Well, it helped if you a slave. Parents must have been slaves. with it. I'm sure they had to get the okay of the parents to do that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with it. I really don't agree. I mean, if you're gonna be a corporal punishment, if you're gonna do corporal punishment, it just need to be the parent. It don't need to be nobody else. I don't even believe in step parents whooping kids that belong to the other parent. I just don't. It just have way too much room to go south. I guess the only variable for that is if you like. You get together with that person while that baby is an infant. But I don't think it should ever be a situation where you go from parents whooping a kid and then a new person whooping a kid when the kid know that ain't they parent. parent. But anyway, yeah, we out of time. Alrighty. You got anything else on your mind that's Um, worth uh, going more over the time we had? Nope, I'm going to take some cold medicine. Alright, well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.